any artist that is in pursuit of a career is facing fear, obsessive self-judgment, overthinking, mental and emotional barriers. My name is Luther Mallory. This is the State of the Artist Podcast. State of the Artist Podcast. This episode is about industry people. Kind of talking about art industry, but music industry will be the example. Industry people. Artists fear them. We're intimidated by them. Uh, and we want to look at a couple of things in this episode. Which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones? Because there's a lot of bad ones. Does the industry even need industry people in 2020? And why do we fear them? Why are they intimidating to us? If you haven't subbed to the YouTube, do so. If you haven't followed on Spotify or on all the podcasting services, please do so. I'm growing this motherfucker as fast as I can. So what we want to first look at on this topic, uh, let's do it this way. Okay, put, it, put in your mind for a second um, an artist that you know that you think sucks. Okay, guilt-free. Okay, they won't know about it. Don't worry. Don't feel bad. Okay, just put it in your mind. An artist that you kind of think sucks. Low skill artist. Put them there and then go through the list in your mind of why they suck. What's the low level skill? Why is it just not working? And you can really figure that out quickly and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now look at a great artist. An influence of yours. Put them in your mind and do the same thing. A list in your mind of the reasons that they're great. What's making them great? And you'll come to obviously realize that every artist, just like every person on every skill set, exists on a spectrum of bad to good. Even if bad means I'm at the beginning of my journey here. I've just started into music. I've just started into art. And I'm bad right now. We'll just use that language bad all the way to great, right? So there's the spectrum. And that exists in every industry and in every skill and in every hobby and everything else, right? There's bad doctors and good doctors and there's bad puzzle makers and good puzzle makers. And the industry is no different, right? The music industry has shitty, shitty industry people in it. And it has great industry people in it. And just like every other skill, there's more bad than there is good because there's more people at the beginning of the journey and there's more people that are reluctant to learn enough to get good. That's just how it is. So there's going to be in this world always more bad than there are good, just like artists. So the question really becomes, no, we're not at the question yet. So what happens is we fear these industry people because they represent to the artist someone that's guarding the pathway to more success, more reach, more money, more opportunity. They represent this key to success because they work in the industry. They know how to, to do that, push things out. They know how to help because they run the industry that you're trying to be a part of. So we get nervous and fearful because they represent this opportunity that we want, which is they're going to help. And so when we approach these industry people in our lives, when we do it networking things and whatever, 
We get caught up in that fear and in that opportunity, and we forget to do the most important thing a lot of the time, which is actually ask the question, not directly to them, but to ourselves, is this a good one or a bad one? Is this a good industry person or a bad industry person? And instead, we go, oh, I've heard of you. Oh, you've helped an artist that I've heard of. Oh, you worked with Blink-182 once. Uh, You're the drummer for this band that I know. And we go... Um, yeah, I'll sign up with you. And then you get yourself a team. Now you've got yourself a team uh, because you were excited and you forgot to ask, is this a good one or a bad one? And now you've rolled the dice and you're going to find out the hard way that likely they're not good and maybe they are good because there's more bad than good. And that's very dangerous. And countless artists have a team made up of industry people that they dislike the work of and they realized, shit, now I'm kind of stuck here. Happens all the time. And a case in point for this is is all through my 20s, I had a band called Crush Luther and when we were at the beginning of our band, we made a demo record and it got into the hands of the drummer of the band called Goldfinger and a bunch of members of my band were fans of Goldfinger. So this is the drummer of Goldfinger getting in touch with us. And this is the first person ever to get in touch with us. He went, I want to manage your band. And so if you don't, Goldfinger, if you remember the Tony Hawk games or the you're playing the new Tony Hawk games, the Superman song, uh, Here I am, growing older all the time. I ain't hiding all the time. And younger in my mind. Pretending I'm a Superman. That one. So that he's a drummer of that band, like a crazy successful. I think they might have the Guinness Book record for most touring dates in a year. Uh, so so cool. We knew them, and he goes, "I want to manage your band. I love your songs and everything." And we said, "Okay." So we just said, "Okay," and and then we went. So you manage your band. What did what do you do then? Rolled the fucking dice. Sure. Is this a good one or a bad one? Didn't ask. Just roll the fucking dice. Okay. So he starts managing our band. He lines up several factor-funded music videos, some of which went to number one on the Canadian music TV channel at the time. Much music. Much more music. And, uh, and got us funding for a record. And we're in the background not even really knowing what's going on. We're just getting successful. Because he was a good manager. He was great. He filled in all the gaps that we didn't have. We didn't even know. But we never asked anything. We never went, well, what are you going to do? So we rolled the dice and we lucked out. And how many times you will not luck out is very scary and very dangerous. And we would have done nothing instead of a whole lot of cool shit if we would have gotten that wrong. And we could have gotten it wrong because... We didn't ask. So the big question becomes, how do you know if it's a good one or a bad one? And so for that, we have to look at two things. And the first thing is, does the industry person have a role in the industry anymore in 2020? Because in the heyday of the music industry, when everything was run by the industry, and distribution would have been impossible without the industry. And proper PR and marketing would have been impossible without those industry people. And CD manufacturing, whatever, whatever, 
The industry was really, really important, and they develop artists from the beginning. You need a producer. But in 2020, what's the role of the music industry person? How many of these people do we need when we can do everything ourselves? And we can do everything ourselves. We've seen it with artists that are scaling success with zero team because everything can be done yourself. Your photo shoots can be done with your phone. Yes, you can hire a photographer for a highly skilled thing. In the meantime, everybody on earth is now good at photo shoots. Pretty good. Everything can be done. You know, the Billie Eilish Phineas shit with the bedroom studio. Yes, that's how everybody's, right? So it can all be done without the music industry. Uh, PR marketing, management, you can do it all. And certainly at the beginning of a career or at the small club level, you know, even if you're getting views and you're getting, you still don't need someone. At some level, of course, you need a team. You get to a certain level of success where you can't handle the workload or you need better skills in certain areas. You outsource, yes. But the music industry doesn't need music industry people in the same way now. Okay, so it's a little bit, uh, a little bit of that. And then the other way you look at it is personality by personality. If, so if you, look, if you meet an industry person, they go, I want to help you. How do you know if they're a good one or a bad one from the personality level? You know, their intentions. And here's the only uh, tip that I want to give for this. Does this person give you advice before they ask you what you want? Because that's a popular move of a bad industry person. Anybody who wants to guide you by the hand before they've even said, where are you going, is not someone with your best intention in mind. The amount of artists that I've talked to that say, we're looking at a deal with this label, we're looking at a deal with this person, you know, we're getting help from this person. But, and, and I go, so what are they telling you? Like, what do you, what do you, uh, how are they advising you? And they go, they want us to change the band name or the artist name. And I go, why would you ever want that? Like, out of all the things that you could nitpick to tell to an artist, to help them, you go, I think you should change your identity, first of all. <laughs> and as if it matters. You know, you know what band names sell better? You know, ones with the on the beginning. What? No, there's no rule about it. Every stupid artist and band name has been successful. There's no limit to the amount of dumb fucking artist names that have been successful. So somebody picks on that. You go, you know what? Fuck off. Don't help me. If you're going to, if you're going to say that, that's the one thing you've got. So I, I see that all the time. And it's with countless things where this industry person is goes, I'm going to give you some advice. Here's what you, you should do. And the artist is going, that has nothing to do with my plan. Like nothing to do with anything that I want. So you got to be weary of people that are going to sell you something before they even know what you need. Uh, and that's how you, that's, that's one way to know if it's a bad one or if it's a good one. And I would say also for you, the artist, 
to to really really identify if you need industry people helping you if you need a team you have to know your vision deeply 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 so that people can't guide you someplace that you're not planning on going like if you don't want that type of advice and it's one thing for somebody to go oh we could try this and you go oh yeah i get that but it's another thing to go you should be you should be folk and you go why and you go, i've just i don't know i've decided if you have a strong vision a really strong sense of your art and your yourself you can go i'm not folk i'll, t I'll tell you exactly what i am I'm, I'm bonnie vare meets Taylor Swift with Japanese relatives. I've got this worked out. I know what I'm trying for here. Can you help me in the pursuit of what I'm trying for? And I'm willing to listen. But just so you know, I have a root foundation of a sense of what I want here. So if you say some bullshit, I'm going to go, that's not going to work. So have a strong vision. And the last thing to note is there are really, 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 really great human beings in the industry. There are industry people worth getting involved with because uh, a great mentor is very, very valuable. So if you find one that you respect, that listens to you, that wants to know your vision, and then that talks about their skill set in a way that makes you go, oh, you know your shit. You've got You've got a lot of knowledge there. I can really learn from you and we can help each other. You, got to, you want to have that sense of respect if you're going to team up with anybody. Like there's a guy in the, in the Canadian music industry called Mike McCarty. He used to be the uh, president of EMI Publishing. And then he was, I don't know what he is now. He's the head of a lot of stuff. And he's done like the, like the top level jobs in the industry for years and years and years. And I haven't seen him in a long time. But when I used to see him, which was like twice, two or three times a year, I'd talk to him for 10 minutes and he'd always say something that kind of blew my mind. I'd always leave going like, there's a dude really philosophizing about the music industry, really putting thought into this stuff. That's a dude who uh, I really respect and learn from. And you want that sense from the people that you're teaming up from. Respect not a salesperson. You want uh, respect. You want to be able to learn. So it's a weird 2020, isn't it? Very, very, very intense shift once again, constantly exploding this music industry and this art industry. And I just think you want to be careful before you add people to the team because you might be able to do it yourself and they might not have your best intentions uh, in their mind and they might just not know what the fuck they're doing to the point where you just go, wait a sec, I can do this myself. I don't need somebody else right now. And then hopefully you grow to a point where you do and you go, I've maxed out, in which case you can go hunting for a good one. State of the Artist Podcast. <laughs>